gentleman. How about that one? Pretty good billing, I'd say. Hey, welcome to the uh, program. Last time I checked, it was Wednesday, so I would think we're still on track. So glad to have you tuned in. Bunch of stuff going on on the show and a bunch of people to bring it to you, including Max Foisy and Julie Buck. So without further ado, Max Foisy and Julie Buck. Hello. How are you, Mr. How are you guys? What is happening? I don't know. Dry January ends tomorrow. I know a lot of people that have taken part in that this year. I heard, oh, you're talking like not drinking. I was talking like rain and sunshine. But I heard Wendy and and Jennifer say, no sun for like five days. I didn't even notice, but it certainly explains a few things. Right. And the sun is out today, and hopefully it'll come out tomorrow. You know how the song goes. But it does feel good just to go stand there for five minutes and get some vitamin D. I mean, with a jacket on, with a jacket on, but that's okay. I mean, we'll we'll still take the sunshine any day, and just know that brighter days are ahead for all of us. Oh, listen to you! I'm trying to be inspirational, trying to be happy and spread joy, and well, you know, I'll see what I can do about that. Okay, the next couple hours. that's a lot. <laughs> You know, all three of us were talking about this the other day, and everybody said, I got to get one of those lights that has that spectrum of sunshine on it. Did any of us act on that? I put it in my cart, my virtual cart. (laughs) Yeah. But then I'm like, by the time it gets here, am I really going to need this? But then I thought maybe we should put it in the studio so that we have, you know, a way to fight and sadness on our radio show. In Is the there studio. sadness in here? Um, no, more anger probably than sadness. But oh, I, I would, okay. and, and some some days. I mean, I don't know, um, depending. And I think if we just maybe put that in the studio, and we sat here for five minutes with it on, maybe it would change our lives. Or hit each other with it, Maxie. Where do you weigh in? I'm not sure how they work. I've done a little bit of research, but I'm not one to pull the trigger on a purchase until I've thoroughly researched it and compared and contrasted and it it takes me a long yeah overthought it takes me a long time to buy like we got a new uh media player it took me forever to to compare contrast got a record player i had to search and so no i i've looked at the lights some of them are thirty dollars some of them are a hundred dollars what's the difference that's what i want i mean other than the price and i'm not sure when you use them and for how long and how and then they have masks that you can put on so the whole thing was overwhelming and i've just kind of put it to the side Okay, fair enough. Then you got to go out and get, uh, you know, like sunscreen. I would think you'd need sunscreen if it's actually a sun ray. No, it's not, not a tanning it's not, lamp. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not a sun lamp. That's not because like a sun lamp will, will do that to you. It's not so a sun. Long, huh? A sun lamp. I had one of those in high school. Oh my gosh! I did so much damage to my skin. But, I used to uh, be like, it's not close enough. I mean, I was like right up on it, like right up on it. Mm. Orange was quite the fad in the 80s, though. Mm -hmm. It was. Orange with a lot of freckles. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So there was that. Um, Failed to mention the broadcast. Sorry. Uh, Tamara Keefe's going to pop in. And just like every time we see Tamara, we'll have ice cream. Oh, good. We'll have ice cream. And it's ice cream for breakfast day today. 
Is that what's happening? Nope. Nope. Uh, nope not at all. It's, uh, Saturday, February 3rd from 9 until noon. It's ice cream for breakfast day. And so at all locations of Clementine's Naughty and Ice Creamery, they're going to have uh, brand new flavors you can only get that morning. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, don't go to the Lafayette Square uh, lo- location, though, because they had a burst pipe. So that's not going to be Ooh. that one. Yeah. Also, our lawyer of record today for Giant Law will be Mr. Terry Crouppen. What? I've sent him all the stories, so he is good to go. Um, on the text line, the Michael's Baths text line, I have used the lights. They do work. Mine was around $100 many years ago. Buy from reputable companies. Yeah. Well, I don't know who's a reputable company who is selling sunshine, you know? Yeah. I won't read the next text. Okay. Um Interesting stuff on the text line. You never know what you're going to get. Eight four one two six. Don't read that. And um, no, yeah, good so catch. around the room here, what have y'all been doing? Good catch. Well, I, uh, you know, like I texted you guys this morning. I said I don't know if I'm going to survive raising teenagers because we in the last. Five days, including today, Friday I was out because of an emergency room visit for the bigger one. And today, plans changed at the last minute because the school nurse called and my younger one apparently popped into the office and he's like, yeah, he looks like he's got influenza or maybe strep and uh, we don't really want him here. Can you can you come get your kid? I'm like, you're a nurse. Aren't there like rooms and stuff? And father of the year, she was long paused. And then she says, no, I think you should come get him. And a couple of his friends had strep, so it's likely. So it is. Is it that? I guess it does spread pretty quickly. Quick juxtaposition. But did you take him to get tested for strep? Because you won't know. Uh, yeah, time. I grabbed him and just brought him home, put him in his room, let him sleep. Mm. Um, you know, I'll tend to it when I got a chance. I couldn't I couldn't stay away from you. Maybe guys. you should call that at-home medical that McGraw does spots for. They come to I your could. house. They swap them. So you got them. an account? I Probably. Could you can call McGraw. McGraw cover. Or is Danny and somebody. Somebody. Take, take care of stuff. Why not? So, yeah, that's five days. And, uh. Who, I'm, uh, I'm beat. I remember, you know, I'm trying to think when I was back in, you know, junior high, grade school. I mean, if I, my hand got cut off on the playground, you know, I'd go to my folks and say, you know, my hand got cut off. And dad would say, get a Band-Aid. It's time to go to school. I don't ever remember this level of coddling. I don't know. And we lived. We lived. Well, I mean, I can remember talking one parent into not going to school. I think I talked my dad into not making me go to school because I was always in the nurse's office because I wanted to go home. That was just the truth. And then my mom would come back from taking Joe to school and then take me to school and deliver me there. And I would be so mad. But she knew. She was on to me. And I would do the running the thermometer under the hot water on Sunday night to the point where my father called it Sunday-itis every Sunday. 
We had Sunday-itis with something. Did you at least change up the ailments? I, no, I didn't. I just, and it, and it might have been different reasons, you know, wasn't getting along with a, a schoolmate or didn't read the book that the book report was on or something like that. Yeah, but what did you tell them? Dad, I think I've got rubella. I No, I just, I just said, look at the thermometer. It's like on fire. <laughs> and they would know. Where's the thermometer? It's sitting on the hot pad. Yeah. Max, were you were you a healthy young lad, or were you constantly visited by viruses and such? I, I, knock on wood, everything is fine at the Foise household. Katie's well, Oscar's well, and uh, yeah, I'm feeling well as well. well but well, when well. you were younger, were you struck down by many things, or no? Um, I mean, I you know, if I say that I was a sickly child, I think people <laughs> imagine I'm like bedridden and with a you know a cloth on like my tiny head tim and a thermometer yeah, yeah exactly but no i i had a lot of head colds a lot of uh a lot of throat issues and sinus issues yeah i i'd certainly missed my fair share of school what age do you just let your kids stay home when they have a cold by themselves i mean i'd say 12 right it depends on the kid oh uh, i guess yeah but yeah i'd say 12 to 13. Something like that. We have cameras in the house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not as concerned. Mm. It'll be fine. What could possibly it, go wrong? It'll be fine. So what about you? Where have you been? What's been happening? I mean, I really don't have anything exciting to report. I had a hair appointment yesterday, right. and I was uh, I did run through Chick-fil-A, which made me happy, and... Yeah, nothing real exciting going on, but I'm... I wish I liked Chick-fil-A more yeah. than I do because people get very excited when they talk about it. And, and I mean, I've it, it's fine. I've, you know, I've, I don't mind the chicken sandwich there. I don't really like their nuggets very much. But um, but people get very excited when they, oh, I went to Chick-fil-A today, and I, I can't share in that revelry because I... I'm with you. I think it's just kind of, as the kids say, mid. Mid. Well, and the, they the, the, the drive-thru is of... crazy. They're in the midst of throwing one up right now on Olive near 270, right by where that Friday's is, That's or was. It's going to be a Chick-fil-A. And I'm thinking, man, that's already I an know. incredibly busy intersection. I, I got to think every neighborhood that's close to where they're building a Chick-fil-A is not happy that they're building Chick-fil-A's. Just saying. Well, and they run the drive-through beautifully. I mean, it's amazing how smooth it goes, and your order's right, and it's always my pleasure. Thank you so much. Move, you know, move ahead. Uh, please have your payment ready. And they're very nice. I guess I just wish the food and the was food's better. hot. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, just, I mean, it's just a sandwich. Yeah, I, I, I'm old <laughs> enough to remember when Chick Fil A was only in malls, and so it was remember right that. next to like Orange Julius. Yes. And oh my gosh, that reminds and me. It has like the uh, waffle fries and so. And so I'm shocked that they've become this. This boutique that brand that everybody loves, and yes, the, the customer service second to none as far as fast food goes. But I just wish the product was something I got more excited about. Hmm. Well, you are safer than walking into a Popeyes. Eight four one two six. That's our Michael's Baths text line. Julie, listeners uh, want to know if your dress has been shipped yet, and if Crusher knows about it yet. Um, Has he been loaded onto the armor truck? He's working right now, and so I doubt 
I mean, I don't know. He could be listening right now, but I'm taking the chance here. Uh, it hasn't been shipped yet. I'm waiting to get the email back. And I was kind of having buyer's remorse this morning talking to my mom about buying this dress on this kind of auction sort of thing that was for charity. And it's Kathy Hilton's dress that she wore on one of the TV shows. And it's, I thought I could wear it like to Natalie's wedding or. Wait, uh, it's an actual, it's a screen worn outfit mm -hmm. and you would wear it. I would. Okay. I would, oh, you're saying because what would I do with it? I thought that people bought wardrobe to like have in their, you know, collection or something. I mean, if it was Judy Garland's red slippers, yes. If it's Kathy Hilton's garden party dress, I think well, I'd I wear mean, it. Look what happened to Kim K when she tried to wear in Maryland's dress. Well, that's true. Yeah. So could you tuck the tag in the back and then <laughs> Maybe. after the I'm, wedding I'm say, really nervous it's not going to fit me. Like, I really like that it would shape. be too small. <laughs> I mean, that would... Well, it's like the Kim K situation. I the know. The dress really didn't fit her. It really didn't. And she... But this is not something that I'm giving back to Ripley's. It's something that I'll probably wear, and then maybe I'll reconsign it, because I do like a good consignment situation. No, you have to sell situation. it on eBay. It's, a, it's from and a Hilton. I guess I have to find photos of her in the yes. dress, because they said it was worn on There's her a certificate. show. You'll get a, a COA with it, and so you could use that to sell it. People love wardrobe. Screen worn wardrobe is a thing. They do. Oh, you could. So get, I could make money on. You this. could make money on this. Money, yeah. money. I was talking. How many about, gowns do you have, Max? I was talking about it with my mom not this morning. Not enough. And we had, um, yeah, don't step on his crown. Uh, we we talked about it this morning, and I was like, I, I feel kind of bad. I shouldn't have probably done this. My mom said, in the grand scheme of things, don't worry about it. It was fun, and I was like, you know what, Carol. Words of wisdom. Oh, that's I, for every situation. I pick and choose. That's what she says every time. Shouldn't have bought that car. It was a little out of my price. That's all right. The show must go on. I shouldn't have divorced that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. That's <laughs> like, and my Aunt Julie was the same way. She would tell me when I was dead wrong about something that was so, I was so clearly wrong about a major life decision. And she was so encouraging and loving that she would just say, Oh, that's all right. That's just what we all did. It. It's not easy. You know, it's just, it's not easy. You know, and everybody has to have people like that in their life. It's like what we do. It's called enabling, and I like, like it. It's just like what we do. Sure. Exactly. Sort of. Max, did you uh, jump in with a time check? Uh, I count for my time. Last night, I saw a film called Argyle. I'm sure you guys oh, have see seen yeah. the trailers yeah. because if you've seen a movie on the big screen in the last six months, you've seen the trailer every single time. And they have spent probably equal to the film's budget on marketing on television and internet. Yeah. This has been the most publicized January release that I can remember in quite some time. But I guess technically it releases Friday which makes it a February release because it's Groundhog Day on Friday. But this movie stars Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Henry Cavill, Samuel L. Jackson, Ariana DeBose, John Cena, Dua Lipa, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, and a cat. In that order. <laughs> yes. Okay. Can you speak of it or is it hush-hush uh, for now? Well, I, technically, we all have embargoes, and so I'll be okay. able to talk about it on Friday. I think Tom O'Keefe will have seen the film uh, by then as well. I imagine you'll dive in a bit, too, on Max on Movies. Sure. All right. Well, put it in your calendar. Your calendar. Why don't you? 
Um, all right, stuff to do. We haven't taken a break yet, and uh, it's a little after uh, 20 after the hour. I think we should make a little money for everybody. Um, and save some money for some folks. Say you're shopping for quality furniture. Savings to be had. Where? I don't know. Ask Julie. At the Abbey uh, for home, for your gifts, like hostess gifts, birthday gifts, gifts for your radio hosts, whatever it might be. Uh, Home design, decorating for a specific holiday, changing up those throw pillows on your couch because when the sun doesn't come out for 9,000 days in a row, you just need a little pick-me-up. And I would recommend the Abbey formerly known as the Marketplace at the Abbey, but that's still the website, marketplaceatthebbey.com. And they've got CR Lane Furniture, which is high-quality furniture. So this is the kind of furniture that you will pass down for generations, and it will last. It will be there. This is not something that's going to crumble after the kids jump down and sit on it uh, too quickly or they get up too fast or whatever might happen. And they've got performance fabrics. They've got the regular fabric. And then they've got leathers you can pick from. Oh, there are 800 different coverings that you can pick and choose from to have your custom-made chair, couch, whatever it might be, from C.R. Lane Custom Furniture. Now, they also have some pieces already made up that are in the showroom at the Abbey, so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. And for right now, those are on sale, too, at 20% off. So if you're kind of thinking about it, I would definitely go out and check it out. Now, they have... Designers on hand all the time. They've expanded their clothing lines that they have, their clothing section at the Abbey. They've got their Abbey baby section with all kinds of adorable stuff. I promise you it is girl heaven just to go to the Abbey. And on a day that I need a little pick-me-up, it's just fun to go in there and visit the ladies and see what the latest and greatest is for your home, for gifts, and for design at the Abbey. Find out more online Marketplace at the Abbey.com. Interesting little social media love fest gathering on Capitol Hill. Probably not, not a love fest when you've got uh, politicians saying to people like the leaders of X and TikTok and Meta and saying, you have blood on your hands. And basically, it's about not protecting children online. And to a certain extent, you know, there there is some validity to that. So I'm surprised all of these gazillionaire tech giants showed up. We'll check it with Andy Field later because I'm, I imagine it was probably a subpoena situation. So what you're saying is you agree with Josh Hawley? No, and I what? thought about that when I said it. I boy, I don't want to do that. But, uh, you know, to a certain extent, I think that's where my qualification came in. Um, and now he got to be the loudest voice. He's probably got a MySpace page. I don't know. I don't know why he's in this. Uh, but anyway, I'm just surprised they're all there. They must have been mandated to do so. I'm not sure. Well, I think that they I think they were. I think it's an important topic because. Sure. I mean, I think it's important across the board that we all as a community take care of our kids. But as parents, it's should be at the top of your list. Unfortunately, it's not on everybody's radar. Some people have different circumstances than others. I did think that his accusatory statement of would you like to apologize to the children that you have harmed? That's a bit of a flamethrower like Mark Zuckerberg has not harmed any children. 
Mm. Well, it was also, how can I be a news clip? Well, and it worked because we've played that news clip, so it totally worked. Well, maybe maybe so. I I don't know, but I do think that there's got to be some kind of regulation on what goes out online. I mean, it's just kind of like the internet showed up and there was there was nothing. Right, but you but you would want the government to regulate a private company. How are the Chinese ever going to get our the, information? But can't there just be laws that you can't? But see, it it's Those have laws to go are in place. But the, it's not a it's not like the FCC. Like we have laws here because it's a government owned well public public owned airwaves. But they're not say. abided by. Like you have to be over a certain age. No one really checks if you're over the age of whatever. It's a, pri- it's a private company. They can do whatever they want. Hmm. I don't know that they. We can just let people go rogue like that. It's it's creating a lot of uh, a lot of anxiety. And I think that for kids, in my personal opinion, I think we really have to look at it, you know, on an individual basis because it will affect one kid differently than it will another kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. Some would be more mature to handle that, where other ones. I would have been would crushed by it as a kid. I'm crushed by it now. I mean. You know, if I was a 13-year-old girl on Instagram, I would have been, I don't know what would have happened. I would have been so depressed. I can't imagine. Oh, you'd have been fine. No, I don't think so. You know who would have killed you'd it? Have Nicole. Been Nicole always killed it. She, she always killed it back then. She would have. Yeah, she she would have. Um, but yeah, it, it is where's the parents' role and responsibility. That's what it says on the text line on their kids' social media accounts and usage. I agree with that. But unfortunately, you know, we've got people out there that don't take care of their kids. Yeah, but I don't think it's the government's ways. job to do that then. It's, it's got to go back to the parents and not, I mean, I, the last thing I want is to say, hey, government, raise my kids. Well, okay. I like it, Max. You're kind of sounding like you're uh, like-minded over here. From the 314, blame the companies, not the parents. Um, so everybody's got, you know, uh, an opinion. So, Max, they're a private company from the 314 can they do whatever they want? I mean, obviously, if they're breaking laws, if Mark Zuckerberg himself is posting illegal material, he will go to jail. But but hosting a service, an Internet service, is not the same as, as somebody else's actions. If somebody else is posting that material, they will go to jail, which is as it should be. Hmm. Um, yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, it's all I, settled. I, mean, I just don't think that those leaders of those companies are in touch with the real world. Uh, yeah, maybe that, that could that could also be be the case. Um, it's funny, somebody from the 618 says, it's funny you're worried about the internet, alcohol and cigarettes, question mark. Why ain't they doing anything about that? Why ain't they? That's what it says. I know. I mean, hey, <laughs> you know what? That's a great point. Those things can also, all destructive things probably need to be regulated. But in fact we're kind of going the other way on some of this stuff but to a certain extent like joe camel's gone away but you've got the vaping now and you've got which is maybe worse where the The packaging is very bright and colorful and rainbows and cartoon animals and they're doing the exact same thing cigarette companies did and liquor companies did i.e spuds mckenzie and stuff back in the day there was eventually a crackdown on those but this cannabis thing's a new frontier, and I just don't think they've gotten to that yet, uh, or social media to a certain extent. Agreed. I can't wow. believe it, but I agree with you. Drop the mic, people. Drop the 
Mike. Jump in if you'd care to. We'd love to hear from you. 84126. That's our Michael's Baths text line. Ooh, that's a great text from the 618. Somebody who owns a bar or a tavern is still responsible if someone gets hurt, just like the social media company should be held accountable if someone gets hurt. That's from the 618. Yeah, I, I, and I, I would push back on that. I've never liked the idea of holding a bar owner responsible if somebody drinks too much and then crashes a car or kills someone. That's on that drunk driver. That's not on the bar owner, and I kind of feel the same way about the Internet. If somebody's doing something illegal on Twitter or on X or whatever, that's that person that should be held responsible, not the platform. I, I don't like going after bartenders. I don't think that that's – it's not the tavern's fault that you have bad life choices. And you don't know if that uh, customer's already been to 10 other places exactly, or yeah. leaves your place I, and I, goes I, to 10 Or is taking places. a pill and mixing right. it. So I've never liked that, so I would be – I would have the same argument. But if that's not the case and they're so wasted and they're slumped over in their chair and you continue to serve them shots of fill in the blank, then you've got to have some culpability, I think. So I disagree. I'm kind of in, in the middle on that. Okay. Kearney? Sorry, I was just thinking how much I missed those fill in the blanks. <laughs> well, what do you do? We got ice cream. Uh, Tomorrow, Keith's going to pop in a little while. Um, also, we didn't mention the elevator. We're going to ride on that. I got a preview yesterday. I don't know if you were so, you were privy to that as well. Stumper. I don't. Stumper. I don't even know the song when you play the song. So for me, I I think this is almost impossible. Are, yeah, do we have I another one impossible. we could play we instead of that one? And I'm fine with there not being a winner because that's how games work. Sometimes you don't win. No participation trophies on the Carney show? But I, I, <laughs> I think this is impossible. But I've thought that before. And right away, like the fr- I thought Metallica won when we did the elevator version of that. I thought there's no way the Carney show audience is going to know this Metallica song from 1989. And the first caller got it right. Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong about this one. What is up for grabs today, Maxie? Oh, well, we have two gift cards for you today because it's a tougher song. So you will win a gift card to Gotham and Eggs and a gift card to St. Louis Rotisserie. Yummy, mm. yummy. I'm in. Well, I guess I'm not in because I'm not eligible. Eh, it's worth a thought. Um, I didn't want to bring the room down, but I was, George Mayhew sent me a, a, an email this morning. It was the first thing I opened up, um, breaking the news to me that uh, Senator Carnahan had passed away. Gene uh, Carnahan died yeah. at, at 90. Sorry and to hear that. We were chummy, not from a world of oh. politics, but we both had an extreme passion for food. And she would come on the show, even as an acting senator, and I don't think politics would come up one time. It would be shepherd's pie. It would be tandoori cooking. It would be... Was she a chef? Yeah, very much so. In fact, she was very active on social media, putting up recipes and showing her in the kitchen, trying out some different things. Uh, and I had forgotten this, but a couple times when she had been on the show, George was there too, and he said, "And you really threw some some odd things at her." And she was like, "Ding, ding!" Knocked him right out of the park. Oh Can you gosh. imagine me saying something odd to a guest? No, I cringe I when I hear that. It's crazy, but what a sweet, sweet woman, and what a legacy she leaves behind, passing away at the age of ninety. I'm sure there will be some. 
public celebration of her life, nothing yet scheduled, and certainly thoughts going out to the family. Russ Carnahan, also in politics, Tom Carnahan, uh, and, and his Robin. daughter, the former Secretary of State, Robin, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. who was a chain-smoking cigar smoker for a while, which I wasn't aware of until we took a train ride to Chicago. Long story. Um Anyway, so when the news comes out and they do something public, we will certainly pass it along to you because I think we should all go. And I would imagine the food at the reception will be fantastic. Her recipes, of course. Mm -hmm. So goodbye, Jean. You left quite a legacy uh, in the footsteps of your husband's legacy. First female senator in Missouri. And I was on the air when the governor... Uh, her husband went down in a plane crash. I remember that moment. It, it, it was super sad. And, you know, I'm at a news station and we're breaking news and stuff like that. So when the news came down, everybody started showing up and they said, John, you know, and it was during my shift and I was on the air and they basically said, John, why don't you go get coffee for everybody? <laughs> Charles Jaco and Doug McKelvin will be taking over the mic. Okay, I'll go do that. I'll go get donuts for everybody. But, yeah, it was a long, long, sad night. But what a neat, neat woman. And 90, heck of a run. Heck mm-hmm. of a run. So we'll let you know when we hear more. And thank you for, for passing that along to me, George. Okay? Just wanted to get that out. Uh, quick update, too, before we move on. Johnny Law's coming up in a minute. Just yesterday on this broadcast, did we not talk about... How asinine it is that we are getting a Chuck E. Cheese movie. Yes, and now I, I know I've got something about that in the schmooze, but we could want to get into it now. Is we it can. about a book? It is about okay, a book. Mind. No, right, I well, love there's to a get tease. Into it. No, it's a tease. No, more. I just don't understand. They are they're double doubling down on the brand right now, and. I don't know about you. I never thought much of it. Anybody who doesn't have anybody in the family uh, under 12 really shouldn't care at all about this place. But they're hoping you wow. do. I mean, I don't Are know. they I still like in business? A lot of people have memories of being taken there when they were kids or then, then they grow up and they, they've taken their kids and the animatronics and everything. And I feel like there's a lot of memories uh, about Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza and that's influenced pop culture when it comes to Five Nights at Freddy's. I think there's a lot to be said there. I think the book would be interesting. I'm a little worried, though, about the people that go there to eat that don't have children. Mm. Well, yeah, that shouldn't be allowed either, you know, while we're can't, talking just about say it. Can, can you actually go there if you don't have kids? I, I don't. I wonder if that's... Well, you don't have, like, a dad card or anything, so, I mean, how would they know? Because you, you walk in with children. I mean, well, no, I mean, you could solo. just... But you said if you have kids, so I'm thinking to myself... What if your kids are at school and you want some pizza? I mean, they can't stop you from going in there. It's a little weird. They can. I hope they can. I feel like they might be able to. I feel like they should be able to. <laughs> it might be a dress coat. Like it you might. come in in a trench coat, you can only get a carry. Oh dear. Yeah, I guess that's I'm only, a good point. I'm only guessing. I don't know. Anyway, more on Chuck E. Cheese's marketing ploy coming up in the schmooze. You don't want to miss that for any reason. It's uh, 12.44, a quick break, and then we'll head to court. Terry Krupp and our Johnny Law segment's on the way.
All right, so uh, let's go to court in the fun way. It's our Johnny Law segment brought to you by Brown and Crouppen. No more recognized counselor than this one. Mr. Terry Crouppen, how are you, sir? John, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. fantastic. <clears throat> you sound good. You, yeah. you sound fantastic. Well, ice cream's coming. That helps. Really? From where? Yeah, you can't stay in a bad mood with ice cream. I, you know, as I get older, I like ice cream more and more. Yeah, as I get older, I and, get lactose intolerance. Life's not fair. Have you ever had raspberry, black raspberry ice cream? Yeah. No, I have diverticulitis too, and I can't by. take the seeds. I'm a mess. Right. <laughs> too much information, <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah, I'm, I'm now I'm concerned. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, as you should be. Um, but it is National Ice Cream for Breakfast Day this weekend. And Tamara <laughs> from Clementine's is bringing in some flavors that they only make for ice cream for breakfast day. And I think it was last year, she brought in a strawberry ice cream that had cornflakes in it. That was absolutely ridiculous. We'll see what she comes up with this year. Should uh, be good. Uh, I mean, is that a, one of their standard ones or did they make it up just for you? Just for this. Just for the day. When it's gone, no, it's no. gone, as they say. I think a little, I think putting a little like cornflakes or sugar frosted flakes would be really good. Uh, yeah, I think that sounds good. And I like strawberry. So uh, oh, she I'm taking some. notes and I'll pass them to her when she walks in. Thank you. There you go. And a spoon. So let me bounce a couple of uh, legal questions off you, if you don't mind. Probably saw that coming. Yeah. I am the brick wall of legal questions. I'll bounce true right back to you, Carney. There you go. Appreciate that. There was one that I just saw. I think it was yesterday that I saw it, and it was confusing to me because I, I've seen it before, but I guess I never really gave it much thought. There's a restaurant, I think, in Florida or something. And if you order a, a medium burger or less than medium, like medium rare or a rare burger, they actually have a physical waiver that you have to sign. Now, you see these as a gimmick with a really hot chip or chicken wing or something. But at what point is that really called for and can they hold up in a court of law? You know, I guess in terms of it holding up in a court of law, I suppose if you got uh, some sort of food poisoning and they could show that it was done because they hadn't cooked it enough, I guess that might give them some slight advantage, you know, over not having it. It seems pretty silly to me. You know, sometimes the law gets too involved in our lives. And that seems to be a good example of it. You know, I, I don't think that's necessary. And I wonder, can you get sick from a medium-cooked hamburger? Ooh, I think you I can. I think anything yeah, I like that's can. possible. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and with ground I like meat. hamburgers, too. And, and with ground meat, the, the, the E. coli or whatever bacteria is on it gets ground into the entire thing, whereas with a steak, <laughs> it's only on the surface, and it's yeah, easier you're to right. kill off stuff Maybe. when it's cooked. I think it's one of those things that it's kind of silly, 
and probably won't last very long. Easier question for all of you. If you're at a restaurant and you order whatevs and they hand you a piece of paper. Change your order. And ask you to sign a waiver, would you even stay? No, I don't think so. It Uh, seems a little, uh, like I say, a little overdoing it. I bet. Overdone. It's a little well done. A little well done. I kind (laughs) of always wanted to try that fish that could kill you. You know what I mean? Like it, oh, fish. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If the if the puffer. chef doesn't uh, prepare it exactly right, I'll then make you one. You your could, lights out. Yeah, your lights out. And I always thought that's kind of fun. Oh. It's like the Russian you know, roulette of food. I had a uh, a fish tank, tropical fish tank, once, and the guy sold me a lion fish, and he didn't really fully explain exactly what that was, but I I. Uh, I was feeding the fish, and the thing stuck me on my hand. And I'm telling you, my hand was like uh, twice the size. I, you know, I, I called my doctor. And I said I got stung by a lion fish, and he said, "You got bit by a lion." I said, "No, a lion oh, fish," and it was terrible. I mean, painful like you can't believe. So I am a a good person to talk to about the ill effects fish can have on you. Was it flavorful? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it was a month before Mike could bend my fingers. It was terrible. Oh, sorry to hear that. Okay, so let's yeah. let's get into the Stanley <laughs> Cup thing. Oh, okay, yeah. not the Stanley hockey Stanley. award, not the hockey award, but I bet if you walk up and down the halls of Brown and Crouppen, there are a lot of these Stanley Cups on the desks. People are hydrating. It's important. And that's kind of a status symbol Would now. Would you say that mostly women are yes. in the tank for Stanley Cups? These are available in pink, green, blue, white. They're giant. It's kind of Yeti-ish cups, but they have a smaller bottom so they can fit in your drink carrier. They're all the that's rage right said. now. They are overpriced and a status symbol, as Julie said. But now I'm seeing they could pose a lead poisoning risk. Are all of these socialites going to die, Terry Crouppen? We we certainly hope not, because I think I'm related to a few. But uh, like my grandchildren, they carry a giant thing of water. It's like we live in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you know, I, I you know I always say, where do you think we're going today? I... There's water every place will be. It's a healthy I mean, habit, they, though. I guess, I guess, but it <laughs> seems to me a little again, a little well done, a little overdone. You know it. I just don't think dehydration is – I've never <laughs> lost a relative, thank goodness. And hey, weird. Grandpa, I got a tiger fish in mine. You want to touch him? <laughs> hey, let me tell you. you you'd or laugh. Lion. Let me bring it uh, – I can tell Terry's me, upset by this. We're not, we're not would, reacting. I would have just taken that thing. I mean, I, I had him remove it the next day. It was terrible. They have a lionfish down at the aquarium, yeah, so do. that might be triggering for yeah. you, Terry. Yeah, no, I can't go near it. I can't even, please don't even tell me. I won't go near it. <laughs> I'd recommend it, a it tempura batter, but, you know, that's, that's just me. Yeah, because uh, everything's a big joke to you, Jeff. Right. <laughs> exactly. Thank that's you. what I hear around the office. Thank you, Terry Crouppen. Game, set, match, drop the yeah. mic. Julie, you know, I got no argument. Uh-huh. I got no, I'm going to plead the fifth here, yeah. maybe, whatever that one is. So are they, could there be a class action lawsuit from the Stanley Cup drinkers because of this lead? You know, I guess if you have made a product 
that causes people to ingest lead because it was improperly made or improperly designed, yeah, I guess you could have a case. But they've been making thermoses for like 50 years and but, no one's but brought every, this. You know, yeah, and maybe this one was made a little different or maybe we've all been slowly poisoned by this. <laughs> and, and, and is the Stanley Cup, I, you know, I've met... When I heard about the name, I thought, oh, they made a cup that looks like the Stanley Cup. But that's not really what it is. Not at all. It's just called the Stanley Cup, and it's just a big, giant thing. So you can, you know, (laughs) you can have that gallon of water with you at all times. 2024. I kind of thought we we figured that one out. Terry? I I don't know, John. I don't know when we're getting a lead paint. Stay away from it. I swear. I promise you. I'll find it. Stay away from the fish named after animals in the woods. Now it's time to take a ride on the Carney Show Hell Elevator. Brought to you by Music Go Round, St. Charles. Call 314-931-5877 to join us. And much easier said than done. Now, we love this every week when Spanky delivers us some toe-tapping music. Spanky from, of course, the band Broken Jukebox. And when you hear it, you're like, I have no idea what that song is. And then you hear the original version and you're like, oh, yes, now I know. And we bribe you with prizes as you take a ride on the elevator. So let's tell you what you're competing for and then give you a little taste of the tune. That's right. This is a phone contest, so do not text in. You have to call us at 314-931-5877. If you know the name of this song and the artist, then you have a chance to win a gift card to Gotham and Eggs and a gift card to St. Louis Rotisserie. This okay, is a tough one. It's going to be easy enough except for the music part. <laughs> Ready? I don't know who that could be. Oh, don't do that. Jules, what's the number? You know what? 314-931-5877. Carney, you just... I didn't give a title away. 314-931-5877. That's the number. You want to talk about music around? Uh, All the time. A place that certainly I go to get strings way too often, by the way. Um, four guitars, four basses, new drumsticks, chords for my electronic kits, heads for my Tamas, uh, anything I need. It's right there, and it's on the cheap because this is previously enjoyed equipment, uh, and I get some great prices, uh, PAs, lighting, stuff like that. Or if you have those things and you're kind of done with the music part of your life or you're, you want to trade up, get some better stuff, because you're going out on the road and getting the band back together, man. Music around in St. Charles, the place to go. It's in Regency Plaza. 
which is right next to the Walmart, 70 and Zumbel in St. Charles. That's why you'll find them online at musicaroundstcharles.com. Buy, sell, trade, rock. I just made that up. But stop by, grab your stuff. Oh, yeah, Joe Tapper. 931-5877, single file, no pushing. Should we this is go a tough one. to uh, the line? We have somebody on line one. Wow. Hi, who's this? This is Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Hi, How Brenda. are you doing? I'm doing fine. Can you crack the code on this uh, elevator today? Amaze us. Well, is it I can't stop loving you? No, I'm sorry. It is not. Okay, blame my husband. That's what he told me to say. I always blame him. <laughs> yeah, I would. I blame yeah. the husband anyway, so that's fine. Sure, we're punching bags. Thanks for trying. But, Carney show dial tone for you. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Yeah, definitely not an easy one for sure. 9315877 and some uh, good eats headed your way if you know this. We got to catch up on a couple of things. Uh, Give another little tease of that. We'll take a quick little break. Some people on the text line getting it. But again, we need a phone call. It's a call-in show. Good luck. We'll check you out on the lines in just a minute. Hang on. Let's go to the phones. We've got some brave person out there listening from the 618. Right, yeah. Who's this? Yeah. Uh, this is Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Oh, yeah. Do you spell it backwards? Oh, uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, you could. So was the song. I mean, this is for oh. diehard classic rockers. Uh, 515 by The Who. That's right. Yeah. Nice job. How about that? Wow, you amazed me, Bob. You really do. Great job, Bob. I'm a big Who fan, so it's pretty easy, actually. Bob, did you see the Who the last time they were in town? They brought a symphony with them? No, I did not. It was uh, a wonderful show. I went. It was it was fantastic. I've seen them three times previously through the years, but I missed that one. Well, congratulations, Bob. Just stay on hold, and I'll let you know uh, how you can pick up your prizes, all right? All right. Thank you very much. Everybody have a good day. You Congrats. Too. Way to go. Sarah, take us out of it. Riding on the elevator. Brought to you by Music Go Round St. Charles. Buy, sell, and trade all kinds of musical instruments. 1059 Regency Parkway, St. Charles. Check out musicgoround.com. Third floor, housewares.
Would it be okay to talk about a few Taylor Swift prop bets for the Super Bowl? I'm not really the one to ask about that. Okay, well, we'll do it. I know you really wanted to do this, Carney, so we'll do it here. Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor after the game? There's only an 8% chance of this happening. I think it goes up to 100% if they win. If they lose, I think it would be a private, 8%. everything's so public between the two of them, I would think they would want that to be a private moment. Nope. Nope. Okay. I, I don't think they get those. Another private, uh, another prop bet would be, will Taylor be shown during the national anthem? There's a 66.67% yeah. chance of this. Now, I think that is a weather-related question because she's flying from Tokyo going back in time to get to the Super Bowl in Vegas. So if it's... You know, raining and she's delayed. She wouldn't make it there in time. Uh, will the MVP of the game mention Taylor? There's a 22% chance of that. So place your bets if it's legal wherever you listen. I got 10 bucks saying she might actually catch a field goal. <laughs> Could be. While we're talking about the Super Bowl, you can't miss out on the ads. That's maybe in some cases the best part of the game. But I don't think that'll be the case this year. Look for Kate McKinnon and Pete Davidson. To appear in a Hellman's mayonnaise ad that pokes fun at Pete's dating history. Then you're going to see David and Victoria Victoria Beckham. They're uh, in an Uber Eats ad. They're referencing Jessica Aniston to be in it, too. Not to be confused. They haven't with really Aniston. shown them as much as they have in years prior. Well, we still have several days left until the big game. So maybe yeah. in the run-up we will. Earlier, we teased the fascinating story of Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese is releasing his own cookbook. It's called Chuck E. Cheese and Friends Party Cookbook, out March 19th. Get your cards and letters out, as Carney would say. You can pre-order it on Amazon for 23 bucks. The mouse himself is credited as the author. He's... Uh, called Charles Entertainment Cheese. That's his real name. Did you know that? If you ever get that question in Trivial Pursuit, that's you can thank you. That's a great middle name. Yeah, it is. Charles, it should have been you, Carney. John Entertainment Carney. John what? E. Carney. Never been accused of such. All right. Good to know. I do have a tale, though. Um, you do. There's stuff in the cookbook called Mummy Dogs, like Pigs in a Blanket for Halloween. There's Rainbow Marble Unicorn Cake. Also a band name. So fancy dinner parties, basically. Right. Five-star okay. reviews. I'm sure it's all in there. Uh, maybe that NSYNC uh, song that the, uh, the, the song that they did for the Trolls movie was not just a one-off. Because yesterday on the Kelly Clarkson show, Justin Timberlake teased that there's more coming from the band. So you've got that to look forward to. Travis Scott paused his show Sunday night in Miami where he spotted a janitor mopping up a mess. He offered... The man $5,000 to put down the mop and just rage at this concert and have some fun. No word on if the janitor received the payment or Or if his employer allowed him to accept it in the first place. And that's what I thought, too, is because I I, I watched it. and It's a really fun moment because Travis Scott is like, hey, don't pick up that mop. I don't want you to work tonight. I just want you to have fun at the concert. But I'm thinking like the other staff is thinking, hey, man, you got to mop aisle two. Like, well, how come you're not... Right. So I feel bad for the guy because he's in a really bad position. I'd exactly. take the five grand, I think, if I were and not have a job the next day. Yeah, that's, that's not going to support good you, idea. you know? Yeah. And what about what about the other concert going next to him who slips in the puddle of whatever it is and then sues the venue? 
Ah, now we're really going down a dark road. I don't there know. You go. Justin Timberlake, speaking of, is 43 today. Bobby Moynihan is 47. Joel Courtney is 28, the kid from Super 8. And he's from the Kissing Booth movies. And he's also starring, playing the role of a lifetime as John O'Leary in the On Fire movie that was filmed right here in St. Louis. Starring Julie Buck. Uh, starring 84, Julie Buck. yeah. 84 years ago today, the first Social Security check was issued to Ida May Fuller in Vermont. The check was for a whopping $22.54. Don't spend it all in one place. I Can See Your Voice is on Fox tonight. We Are Families also on Fox. Let's Make a Deal primetime on CBS. And that is all I have from Hollyweird. Let's go to John Carney in the John Carney Studios for the homemade jokes. They're fresh out the oven. It's really more news than I can even keep up with, but uh, I'll try. Here we go. The U.S. syphilis epidemic isn't abating with the rate of infectious cases rising 9% in 2022, according to a new government report on STDs in adults. Not clear, though, why infectious cases rose 9%, according to officials there. Good news is, though, is that we can expect more dating shows on Lifetime. Probably so. So, there you go. There should be an app for that. Absolutely. Friday, spotlight on Gobbler's Knob in western Pennsylvania. When handlers of the groundhog named Poxitoni Phil announces whether he sees his own shadow and predicts there will be six more weeks of winter. We don't know or didn't. Which signals an early spring. By the way, he was only right about 40% of the time. It also signals whether or not Bill Murray will ever have another funny movie. <laughs> not sure what the over-under is right. on that one. We'd have to go to the prop bets, people. Right. Speaking of Pennsylvania, police in Lancaster County there say a child was living alone for a month with pets and no adult supervision. Officers from the area responded to a welfare check for a child reportedly living alone there after his family had moved to New Jersey. Oh, my God. The child said money was occasionally sent through Cash App for food, and the child rarely attended school. The kid said he didn't go to school because he was trying to get rid of the two bungling burglars that were trying to get in the house. Uh, I thought you were going to say, it's the... Carney household. No, but can you imagine? No, but you I didn't can. get money sent to me, yeah. sadly. The first fully Pixar-themed hotel in the U.S. officially opening Tuesday at Disneyland Resorts. The 15-story hotel overlooking Disney California Adventure Park, which used to be Disney Paradise Pier Hotel, reimagined into the Pixar theme. The hotel features a pool area inspired by Finding Nemo, a water play area where families can take a winding water ride down the Finding Nemo-inspired crush, surf, and slide. There will also be a large bar made of woody where patrons can catch a nice buzz. Mm. A nice, uh, nice buzz. Yeah. I get it. Ah, okay. okay. Residents of Tampa, Florida, reportedly hearing strange noises coming from the bay for years. Now, scientists believe it may be fish mating very loudly, according to the reports. 
The deep, vibrating sound has been plaguing residents there since 2021, prompting several calls to authorities. The fishermen who first recognized the noise told reporters, quote, I'll fish what she's fishing. Finally, <clears throat> a vehicle stolen from College Station, Texas, linked to a shoplifting investigation involving meat in the Houston area. Two men arrested in connection to the thefts, according to officials. Police in southwestern Houston found the stolen vehicle Tuesday. During a traffic stop, the officers say they found a total of 18 packages of meat, including beef steaks, brisket, and pork chitterlings, valued at over $500 inside the car. The arrests came as a result of a police stakeout. Oh. Uh, look okay, at I'm you. Sorry. A lot of, I'm sorry. Those were some meaty jokes. I'm sorry. They're meaty. They're meaty. All right. Out to St. Charles, you should come. Much happening. I didn't get a chance to peek at the schedule today, but I will tell you, if you go to discoverstcharles.com, there is a plethora of activities to choose from, whether it is something going on at the convention center, something on Main Street, something down at the streets of St. Charles. On the other side, the chicken and pickle, which is kicked into full force. A couple of nightclubs have opened on Main Street with music every night of the week, the Coca-Cola Museum, and on it goes. Where to go, where to look, discover stcharles.com. 129, we'll be back in a moment. long loved this tune from Genesis and uh, a tad bit of trivia. It's called trivia, which is just like trivia with a B. Um, The song is Abacab. And do you know what that means? I don't. Should I? You know, when I learned, I thought I should have known that. It's the chord progression. A, B, A, C, A, B, Abacab. Oh, well, I wouldn't know that. And you, and you sell a million records. It's that easy to be a rock star. Yeah, I, I never knew. Hmm. I went through life oblivious as always. You know, it tends to work for me. So It does. What do you it, do? I mean, it's working well so far. Why not keep going? Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, I have a new hero, if anyone's interested. You what? I have a new hero oh, besides you, you. Okay. Besides you guys. So I, I saw this this morning and I loved it. A guy named Ken Griffin, who's a hedge fund billionaire. So obviously I don't know him. And over the years, donating a lot of money to higher education. In fact, Harvard alone, over the years, he's given $500 million. Oh my gosh. Well... That faucet has been turned off. He's halted contributions to his alma mater, claiming, and this is why he's my hero, that elite schools produce, quote, whiny snowflakes. (laughs) He's probably not wrong. One of the richest guys in the world, joining joining a growing list of donors, to Harvard, the University of Pennsylvania, Columbia, other top schools, 
who have decided to close their checkbooks because they're frustrated universities saying, you know, you're giving us all these wimps. We're not going to finance it anymore. And, you know, you can go back long before Ivy League schools and how about putting the participation medals away for the middle schoolers? Let's start there. Are they still doing that? You've got middle schoolers. And the Coddle Fest. No, they haven't really gotten those in a while, but they've gotten more into... That's the boomers' fault, right? Um, It's the boomers that did that. That, Mm -hmm. It wasn't the kids who said, give us trophies. It was the parents. Sure, sure. And and my favorite that I always hold up is the, the thing in California that went through the legislative session to have teachers stop using red ink to correct paperworks because that color is too caustic. It's triggering for some. Yeah, let's use purple because it's not as angry. It's got Uh, lavender vibes to it. It's so stupid. But now, hitting them where they live, saying, you know what? I'm not going to give you a gazillion dollars to coddle these people and not really prepare them for the real world. Hmm. This coming from a guy who spent an hour in college. I think I've got keen insight. $500 $500 million he gave to Harvard? Yeah. That's why, two why semesters. You, why wouldn't you spread the, I don't get it. Why wouldn't you spread the love a little bit? I mean. Well, I, I think the argument is, isn't just Harvard. That's just where he was throwing his right, money. But some of these other guys are following suit going, yeah. You know what? They're not really producing anybody curing cancer or, you know, innovations of note. So. Uh, He's my hero. He is my hero. And I would say, I can't believe no one's picked up on this. How is Whiny Snowflakes not a band name? Oh, that's too politically charged. Mm -hmm. Whiny Snowflakes playing at the pageant. I feel like that would. Nobody's going to buy tickets, right? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's up to Max, of course. It's always a reason with you guys. Always a reason. So we got some warmth. It's going to stay here a bit, but not long. Yet we hear about snowmageddon all around us. One example jumped out at me today. And you expect cold weather, but not this. Anchorage, Alaska. Um, so far, they're on track to break snowfall records. And Anchorage, Alaska is like where snow's made. 100 inches. Just wrap your brain around it. It's where snow was invented. Yeah, a hundred inches of it's where Yukon Cornelius is like. There's too much snow here. I gotta leave. Uh, the city was hit with 16 inches over the weekend. 16 inches. Uh, now up to more than eight and a half feet this winter. That's I, I, why do you stay? Why? Do you stay? They Maybe say they've got uh, good tax breaks. I don't know. They said we've never hit this amount of snow before the end of January. Well, you have now. Get out while you can. <laughs> 134 inches of snow. I can't even wrap my brain around it. I mean, how t- 100 inches is like how many feet? There's math involved here. I can't do it. Max, so you should look at me. I we don't know call. Well, we can get out our calculators, as our friend would say. 
Go ahead, Carney. I don't have a calculator. You do. You have a phone. I know, but I'm using it to look at you right now. Well, you can do both. Look at that. No, I don't I'll do it. So. Okay. Uh, 100 it. feet is equal to 1,200 inches. So that can't be right. Okay, that's backwards. I was looking to. 100 feet is equal to exactly 1,200 inches. How many inches? 100 inches is how many feet? Okay. Get the question backwards. Drum roll. Uh, 8.3333 feet. Makes yeah. more sense. So over over eight feet of snow. You walk outside and you're gone. <laughs> no one knows what happened to you. You've completely. I mean, I would imagine that would be wildly depressing. Wildly. Wildly depressing. Yeah, well, it looks good through the window. No, it's up over your window. You can't see anything. And that's what the weather channel's for. You watch it there and go, ooh, pretty snow. And then that's enough. So good luck to them in Anchorage. I don't understand it at all. Another part of the country with different weather entirely, Florida. And we haven't had a Florida man, and we're over halfway through the uh, program. Be ashamed to not have one. I'm... um, Going to switch it around a little bit, make it a Florida woman. And this is going to uh, entail your participation. I'm, I'm really curious of your feedback on this one. So there's a guy in Florida who's been married for 50 years. And he went and picked up the mail. He brought it home. And it would seem... He received a postcard from a girlfriend he had 60 years ago. 10 years before they got married. 60 years ago. So the wife, who's now 71, did what you do when your husband gets a postcard from a girlfriend of a half century ago. Tried to smother him with a pillow in their house. And I saw this story and I thought, you know what? I have a feeling that that scenario would play out more often than if a girl got a postcard from a boyfriend of decades ago. I don't know when the last time is that I received a postcard of any kind from any human Very being on true. the planet. Or a piece of mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, just... Let's uh, let's do uh, what do you call it when you just forget reality here? Lie? Like in the movies. No, there's a name for it when you're watching a movie. Oh, suspend your disbelief. That's it. Suspension of disbelief. Thanks. Um, so say you get postcards. Fifty years ago, or sixty years ago, this was your girlfriend. I would be so curious if my husband got. A postcard mm-hmm. from somebody from 50 years ago. Yeah. First of all, he would be would have been five, and he probably <laughs> wouldn't care. And I just the numbers. I would be really interested. I would be on Facebook. Interested. I would find just interested in knowing who the Choking person is. Him or interested? No, it's not his fault. He got a postcard from somebody, mm-hmm. unless it says well, it was grade 
hanging out with you last weekend, then that would be a problem. You know, I can tell you, though, uh, not to agree with John Carney, because I want to give Thank him that, you. that pleasure. But no, it's too late. I do think when you said it wasn't, it wouldn't be Crusher's fault if he got a postcard. If I got a postcard, somehow it would be my fault. Well, of it course. depends on what the postcard says. Like I said, if it, if it said I loved our weekend in the Poconos <laughs> last month. You hottie, and well, then what, I think I left my like, earrings in your car. Yeah, love Martha. <laughs> well, what if it was I loved our weekend in the Poconos twenty five years ago? I mean, so before you guys well, got together, well, then I'd probably but... have to give her a call. Really, maybe. even if it was before you got married. I think it, I think it maybe yeah. Wow, there we go. Now, why is she sending the postcard? Don't know. I is didn't get question? a chance to interview her, but. Can Let's you? get her on the show back. Do we have her name? Um, or she's in prison. <clears throat> Bertha Yalter. Of the and Florida you may have Yalters. to let it ring several times because she's 71. Um, no, my thought was, if this was the scenario that played out like this, where the husband got the card, even though it's an age-old relationship... The woman's going to be more likely to try to kill him in his sleep than if the wife gets a card. I think the husband would be more like, "Oh, that's nice." Is he going to? Is he going to come by and take you out to dinner? What's What's the plan? Will you bring some leftovers is home th- for me? That how you would react if Sue's got some sort of Facebook Messenger uh, message or something? You know what? At this point, I'm. Uh, I'm spayed and neutered. I, I don't have any fight in me on that front. Be like, oh, have a good time. <laughs> wow. Does he have a lot of records? Does he have a lot of money? Is there room for the kids? <laughs> My gosh. No, I just think, in 84126, tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. Would the woman not overreact more than the man in this scenario? Just throwing it out there. I think it depends on the relationship, and it depends on what the postcard said. And if you just go with the basic facts that you gave, that you laid out, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, that, I don't know. That's all I got. It doesn't say anything about what was in the letter or anything like that. They said they, the only thing it said was they found the unidentified victim in an extremely fragile state. He had several bruises, open lacerations on his arms and stomach area, and open bite marks that were bleeding. Yeah, he Ew. took it pretty good. Took it pretty good on this one. Um, from the 314 on the Michaels Baths text line, my husband and I went to the Poconos when we were married in 1983, and it was fabulous, LOL, cheesy, but fabulous. That's funny. Did you send him a postcard? I, I don't know. <laughs> Reading the text line. Do you communicate with anybody that you were involved with before you were married? No. Because I mean, it was a while ago. No. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you'd see him at a store or something from time to time or see him at the didn't mean... like the Dan Fogelberg song. Like no. drop thy bread and the frozen foods. No, nothing like the Dan okay. Fogelberg song. Okay. I'm just saying. Never. Now, Ever. I love this. The Michael's Bath text line 
is asking how Crusher got his nickname, and I know that John Carney would love to tell this story, and then afterwards we can take a break to come back with Johnny Londo. And I can correct the story. And now here's it's John, too painful. John Carney. I, you know, I'm still getting therapy There's the over the experience. and everything. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't think I, I'm, I'm comfortable enough to discuss that right now at this moment. He did send me a postcard, though. It's uh, 148. Quick time out. You're right. We got Johnny Landoff from around the corner, and I had questions for him. We'll talk to him in just a second. Hang on. Johnny Landoff Chevrolet. Go Chevy Bolt. Go Chevy Bolt. Go Chevy Bolt. Go Chevy Bolt. I know that theme. That's when we uh, have a little chitty chat with Mr. Landoff, who we uh, usually find. At Johnny Lundoff Chevrolet, 270 in the Washington Elizabeth exit, or he's maybe uptown at the Autoplex on 70 and 79. Hi, Johnny. And guess who just uh, walked into my office? Hi, guys. Uh, I don't know, the police. The sun is shining. We're all so happy. It's a beautiful day in January. Life is good. How are you guys doing? Who is that? That's a lot of happiness. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I know. know. You're funny. All is good here. I went down a Corvette waterhole, guys. There was a, oh, a, sto- what is a story about the Barbie Corvette, and can you get one? And what was oh. it? And what I found out, it was a modified C1 Corvette, 58, 1959 model. You can still get one, but to get it painted Barbie pink, that's some extra money. They figure you're going to lay out about 110 thousand dollars um and an auction maybe 125 130 do you have any collectible chevys from back in the day tucked away yeah. somewhere um no no none as a matter of fact when my i asked my dad that same question probably about 1974 i'm like some of my friends want to know why you don't have any uh collectibles cars that you collect he goes son he pat me on the shoulder. One of these days, you'll know what a what a what a silly question that is. He goes, <laughs> I was I wasn't around here to collect them. I was here to sell them. And uh, you know, uh, he and then I would tell him uh, about a Corvette that we took in trade and what it stickered for, and you know what we gave the customer for it. And I might drive it for a few days, but no, I I've. Uh, I'm not a collector. You know, we, we are in the retail business. Now, you never know. One of these days, um, you know, I, I might get one. But, hey, if I get it, drive it for a weekend or a week and then put it out for retail. But uh, uh, that Corvette, uh, it was beautiful. That Barbie Corvette, you know, unbelievable. So do you want us to get you one of those? <laughs> I'd like his and hers, actually, for my wife and I. <laughs> Well, but not even not even the Corvette. I mean, I'm just no. thinking, maybe not you, but I imagine there are people that do this. That in 1979 or whatever, they had the insight to to buy a, a Chevy uh, Camaro and put it in a in a storage place, and then take it out now, and it's in mint condition. Yeah, yeah. I would that? say, hey, Jay Leno has a has. Buildings full of vehicles. He collects. I he like does. that. A lot uh, of vehicles. Yeah, yeah. He made a lot of money uh, on uh, on NBC. <laughs> but you yeah. know what? What we're here to do is to sell some new Chevys 
cars, trucks, SUVs. Uh, today's January the 31st, and our good friends at uh, General Motors Chevrolet, our district sales manager, Julie Conley, our amazing uh, zone manager, Jesse Green Jr. So, you know, Jesse and I get along because I'm a junior, he's a junior. He just needs to give me more inventory because we have so much demand. Um, and, uh, you know, it is a great day. The sun is out. Like Kitty said, it's beautiful. We Our waiting run. room is packed with people. We've got all of the salespeople are working with customers. People are excited. I don't know what it is. I think everybody's ready. It's we the weather. That, it's the we, weather. A week ago, we had that horrific ice storm, which was terrifyingly awful. And uh, I think people are sick. They're just, they want the sun. And I looked, I think it's going to be for the next 10 days, 50s and 60s. Is that beautiful? Oh, that's got to be good for business. It's great great for everybody, Julie, because we're all happy. Everybody's smiling. And healthier, a little vitamin D. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're going to start opening windows so we can get that fresh air. I I do think today we might have to get a little fresh air. We're in the executive offices, Kitty and I. And, and, uh, and of course, you know, uh, know, she really – she can sit in any office she wants to. You know, she's Kitty Harrison. You're kidding me. <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, it's uh, always so much fun to talk to you all. And I wish that, you know, I know that your show's in the afternoon, so we can't do lunch. I did lunch with uh, um, uh, McGraw-Millhaven. I don't know if you know him. And uh, Mark I Moser saw him yesterday. today. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was uh, here in Florissant yesterday at the dealership, uh, embracing us with his presence, and then uh, went to Handel's. So, uh, I'll figure. Did yeah. he have the burger special? No, no, no. I, I had the salmon, but um, so we can't do uh, a lunch, but uh, and maybe not a breakfast. Maybe I have to do a dinner one of these nights oh. in the in like a March or time. That would be keep, lovely. Keep that open from but, the uh, from the three one four. We have somebody texting in to ask Johnny about the twenty twenty four Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. It we have to watch beautiful. a video for training on that. It is lovely, really sporty looking, and so many extra features that are going to be offered on that vehicle. So that's exciting. Yeah, we're, we're taking orders right now because uh, I think everyone that we've had, and it's built right here in Wentzville, Missouri. Woohoo! Um, we went to tour the plant. Remember, Kitty, a few oh, years I ago? Do. I've been able to tour that plant many years. It's so it's unbelievable. We should have a video. I've said this to General Motors. You put like a 15-minute video out showing production for consumers to take a look at what it takes to get that finished product. It is pretty amazing. What do, do you know call, why it's called the Colorado? What do they call when the chassis meets the frame? Because the chassis is built, the chassis is built individually from the the frame. Okay. I don't know, that. Man. They call that the marriage. Oh. Uh, I learned that many gosh. years ago. So uh, to, uh, to that cu- customer, that, that texter, you know, uh, they called me at 314-595-6565, 314-595-6565. And we'll get you all taken care of because uh, I haven't toured the plant in a while because, unfortunately, the pandemic uh, did a lot of bad things, but it, 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 it cut off the tours. And uh, I think they're going to start that up again this spring. So it'll be fun. But, uh, yeah, we're having a great day. Service is super busy. Been a great month. And uh, we had our uh, regional uh, manager here uh, uh, earlier today, Matt. Dewey. And when you take, hey, Johnny, when you take that tour, can we go? I think that'd be fun. I think it would be interesting. Yeah. I think that would be interesting for young people that are in high school to see that, to learn how to become 
service technicians or how important and exciting it could be for them to have a career in them. Right. So service technicians, people that want to go into training, you've got uh, Rankin Technical, you have North County Tech. Uh, and We've had the North County Tech classrooms here. They come and tour the dealership yeah, and yeah. we walk them through different parts. This is what sales does. This is what service does. So they get an idea of what kind of careers are available in the automotive industry? Do you take them? Do you take them through the? Do you take them through the service waiting room and show them pictures of Johnny when he was thirteen? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's one with me. With, it was Michael Landon from Bonanza when I was like name dropper. When I was, like, when I was nine, and I mean, it, I should take a picture and text it to you. Uh, yes, I please. Like, I look like such a goober. You know. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's like, like but he I'm had good flow, that. Michael Landon, with the hair and everything. Oh my! Well, oh, the hair. I'm gonna okay. say John Landoff Jr. had some good flow too going on. That was a puppy little hair you had on. Yeah, yeah. It was fluffy. It's just a good thing that they invented gel. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 firm hold because even with a 40 mile an hour wind, this stuff doesn't it doesn't move. You know? No, but another, no, your hair does me. have a life. A life of its own. Looking forward to see what they're throwing down rebate-wise, too, as we go into a new month. And uh, driving by the Autoplex yesterday, saw that there was a grand selection of those, too. So you want to previously enjoyed, covered, all with the Landoff promise that you're going to get taken care of like nowhere else. Kitty, Johnny, love you guys. Love you guys. Don't forget 24-7, LandoffChevy.com and LandoffAutoplex.com. Let's go. Always working. Always working. All right. See you, Goober. Thanks for checking in. What was was McGraw doing out there? I don't know. With our client. We're going to have to have a conversation. We're going to have to have a conversation. Um, all right, uh, we got to get some news. We'll do that. And speaking of news, uh, Andy Field from ABC is going to join us with some reports from Capitol Hill. A lot of stuff going on up there. Social media mavens having their hand held to the fire as far as safeguards for the youngins. Uh, Tamara Keefe, Tamara Keefe's going to be in the studio with ice cream because ice cream for breakfast day is this weekend. Quick break. We'll be back in just a couple. It's the Carney Show, Julie Buck, Max Foisy, and me, and you. We'll be back. KTRS St. Louis. Carney Show, welcome back. Hour number three for a Wednesday. It is 2.07. Andy Field's going to join us. In just a little while, some ice cream talk coming up in a few. Let me catch up real fast on a couple of things on the Michael's Baths text line in regard to what we were discussing before the news, and that being the Florida woman uh, with her husband of 50 years. Uh, The husband received a postcard from a girlfriend from 60 years prior. Did she laugh it off? Well, it wouldn't have been in the news had she laughed it off. No, instead, she put a pillow over him and tried to choke him and kill him. And my premise was that's more of a, I mean, although that's an extreme, but more of a likely scenario that the wife would be a lot more upset about a postcard from an old girlfriend. I don't care how long you've been married, regardless of what's the text of the message than if a guy's wife got one. Maybe I'm wrong. 
So threw it out there. We chatted about it, and you did as well. I didn't get a chance to look. Uh, postcard from the past, kill me now. Uh, I've been held accountable for things I've done in my wife's dreams. Dude, mm-hmm. I am so with you. I've woken up mad. Oh, yeah. It's happened plenty of times. Somebody else from the 314 says, Crusher, OMG, must be a saint. I don't know if I'd take it that far. No, I probably would. Uh, two of my husband's <laughs> college girlfriends, now two of my dearest friends. In fact, one of the gals and her husband did the prenuptial counseling uh, through the church for our daughter and son-in-law. So stranger things have happened. My wife and my ex also very chummy. The ex comes over for holidays. I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience, but everybody's having a good time. As it should be for the kids, I think. If you can get to that place, I think that, and, and if you've got those circumstances, and you can do that for the sake of your children, for major events, holidays, weddings, whatever it might be, I think that's awesome. And if there's unrest and there is some tension in the household, the answer is easy. Give everyone ice cream. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm eating ice cream right now. Not just any ice cream. No, you got to go with Clementine's. And the flavor, Temptress, is with us. Have we seen you tomorrow since uh, ice cream for breakfast last year? Um, I'm I think sure. I feel like in the summer you were here. Yeah, maybe for National Ice Cream Day mm-hmm. I came by for a visit. And she I always so, brings yeah. the goodies. Bring in the goodies, like the Vietnamese coffee ice cream. Oh, wait, stop. What? And huh? toasted Nutella Crunch. And it's I was so good. I tried the coffee first, and I was like, oh, that is my jam. And then I tried the toasted Nutella Crunch, and I was like, oh, that, oh, but it's got a little kick at the end. I, I, I don't know. It's a tough one. And then you've got a sorbet. Yeah, we've got did a grapefruit use, sorbet. Mm, did you use the same spoon, Julie, I for did. all three? I did, only tried the two. So far. Mm-hmm. But I'll get there. <laughs> she's a total germaphobe. Well, now I'm double and she's dipping. Sorry. Double not dipping. sorry. Yeah, oh, so good. Forget oh, my gosh. it. Forget but, it. you know, funny, germaphobes actually, like, because I'm a germaphobe, mm-hmm. I, I think, but, like, I don't think my germs have germs. No. Mm-mm. Just other people's germs. Yes. I'm a germaholic. I will lick railings <laughs> and subway stations. I, you and I every, love it. Yes, I have friends like that. Actually, my my friends from uh, from Europe they they think that you know all Americans are way too clean and sanitary, and that we should you know lick more public railings and bus systems and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. That like that's how you build your immune system. Yeah, exactly. Could shave your armpits, but you know that's I don't judge. <laughs> okay, I don't judge. That's good. So. When you came last year for Ice Cream for Breakfast Day, you brought an ice cream that provided me with what I could only describe as a spiritual experience. As it is intended. It was it was strawberry ice cream with like cornflakes or frosted flakes in it and... That was our, our non-dairy strawberry crunch. I was really hoping, oh, that one's going to hit the menu. That's going to become a staple. Poof. Went away. <laughs> so might these ever land? I mean, if, you know, you're moving gallons and gallons, might they become regulars? 
Yeah, well, the decadent coffee we have all of the time. The special one that we created for ice cream for breakfast day is a Vietnamese coffee drink. So based on the drink, so it's a little bit different than our normal decadent coffee ice cream that we have year round. It's incredibly rich. It's 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 amazing. It's like drinking a uh, Vietnamese coffee. So if you ever go into a Vietnamese restaurant and you can order one of their their Vietnamese coffees, it's with dark coffee and sweet condensed milk. Like it's just it's beautiful. So we've got that, and we've got our toasted Nutella crunch. And then, you know, for something, you know, on the lighter side, we have the grapefruit sorbet, which is just amazing. So I'm And the perfect the color, side. pink. Yes. Purple. Pink, purple? Pink. Well, yeah, I love it. Oh, it's really pretty. Adorbs. Uh-huh. So that Vietnamese coffee, when I have that, obviously at a Vietnamese restaurant, they have to peel me off the ceiling. Yes, so this so, has a little extra kick in it, for sure. But Uh-oh. not quite as much as the coffee, or not, will this make? No, my hair I mean grow? we use the actual coffee in the ice cream, so it has it in it. It's just not as concentrated as if you were drinking the whole coffee, mm. right? Oh, so good! So available now, or just on Saturday for ice cream for breakfast day? No, we will. Um, it will be available as of Saturday um, as a hot drop for ice cream for breakfast day. A hot drop. A hot drop. That's that's a flavor that we make typically when we're just going to drop it for a weekend, an event. So it's kind of the whole FOMO, come get it while you can get it. Yeah. Because when it's gone, it's gone. So you're dropping it like it's hot is what that's, you're telling That's me. exactly. But it's frozen? Yes. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Fat, P-H-A-T. That's right. Hot as in cold. Okay. That's right. Sure, sure. Now, what about availability outside of your walls of your Clementine's location? Yeah, you can order it online and ship it. You know, we ship our ice cream all over the country. So you can go online and send it to your besties wherever. Um, so, you know, anybody can have it anywhere. So that's the fun. That's the that's the real cool part about shipping our ice cream everywhere is that people can have a little bit of taste of home wherever they go or when people visit or move away. Or I love that. Yeah. And how do you do it? Dry ice? We do. We ship it with dry ice. In fact, we get, uh, I just got a thank you card um, like two weeks ago. Somebody was like, you know, I was really struggling to, you know, what do you buy someone who has everything that can buy it for themselves? Yeah. And they're like, and then I discovered your ice cream and people get so excited because they don't. Who doesn't love to get ice cream delivered to their door? Especially if they're from St. Louis and they don't live in St. Louis right. anymore or they've heard about it, mm-hmm. right? Or they consider themselves like a serious foodie or, you know, uh, you know, someone with discretionary taste in all things, right? Mm-hmm. You send them our ice cream and they're just really impressed. How, what, how much lead time do you need to do that and can people do that over the internet? Yeah, they just go to our website at clementinescreamery.com and you oh. ship it and we ship it out the next day. What a great idea. I love that idea. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really, really fun. And because it's you, you don't stop at the ice cream. There's a lot of events tied around this and costumes and tchotchkes and mugs and posters. And so what else is happening Saturday? Yeah. So, you know, if you haven't heard, ice cream for breakfast day is like our second biggest holiday of the year. (laughs) And we collaborate with Tiffany and company and we blow it up. We like own it. So we give away Tiffany and Company merchandise and jewelry and gift cards, you know, every 15, 20 minutes, right? Right. But you got to come dressed in your, you got to cut, it's the fun part of ice cream for breakfast is you bring the whole family, you bring your friends, you bring your mom, you bring your girlfriends, 
um, or your husband or your boyfriend, and you get to come in your pajamas. We open at 9. Oh, fun. Right? And so you show up in your pajamas. The theme is based around breakfast at Tiffany's, but breakfast at Clementine's. And so the more elaborate your morning costume PJ is, the better chance you have at winning one of those Tiffany and Company bracelets or Next ornaments you should or do whatever. breakfast at Genovese. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My <laughs> friend Nicole would love that. She is a corporate girl. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's fun. So the first, you know, first 25 people in line at every shop, they get a free commemorative mug. The first person who braves it early and gets in line will get a free, really cool poster. Do people race to do those things? Like, that they know yes. that they're planning it out? They're like, I'm going to be first. I'm in my car. Yeah, they do. They do. And And the cool thing is typically it's really cold this event but it's going to be in the 60s on and saturday we deserve morning it yes we so do um so but we have people who line up at like six seven o'clock in the morning for oh. our nine o'clock open because they want that free mug they want the poster they I believe like it they want to they want and it's like it's a big thing to do like what else do you the have fun to do family outing yeah in the winter in mm-hmm. st louis so it's kind of a a thing where people look forward to doing and just something to do to get out and have fun and yeah. get we some free ice cream yeah we tend to invite people into the studio that have interesting and unique vocations and talents. And it was several years ago, but I will not forget it. A guy that came in with a griddle and a tube and made pancakes <laughs> in the studio, but he made a pancake that looked like me. Yeah. He made a pancake that looked like Josh. And these things were dead ringers. So when I saw the name Dan Cakes making pancakes at select locations for you, that's the guy. It is the guy. So people love it. Kids love it, right? Because they can you can name any creature, uh, person, superhero, whatever, or yourself or your dog, and bring a picture. And the Dan Cakes team will uh, will make custom photo pancakes for you, and they're good too. Yeah. So we try to make it like it's quite an event all morning. So delish fun. and so fun and fill your tummy with lots of good ice cream and some pan Dan cakes. Dan cakes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dan cakes. I gotta look up Dan cakes. I gotta say I yeah, wasn't here. Because when he makes them, he pours it onto the griddle, but he the makes them really upside down ups- and backwards. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He, so when he flips it, see... it's the right side. Right. And then you have yeah. to eat it, which you yeah. know isn't difficult. He actually some did a still he uh. made a still of my first wedding video out of a pancake, and that was that was terrifying. <laughs> um, I know you get into some retail outlets as well, so might we be able to find some of this ice cream for breakfast day specials at a store near you? Yeah, we you know we only partner and sell our ice cream with local uh, purveyors. So whether you're going to the butchery at Truffles or Annie Guns in the mm, Smokehouse, good you stuff. Know, you can find our our stuff there for sure. Do you have to ask Nutella, like, hey, we want to incorporate your product, but Nutella is a brand. Do you have to? Do you have to get clearance for them, or they say, hey, we want money? You never know. You just have to do what you got to do. But the the ice cream is absolutely terrific, and I've I've already had like ten bites. So if I if I get a brain freeze before three o'clock, don't you blame me. It. Yeah, I do. I deserve it. Same spoon in both containers. All right, so you'll open up, I think you said 9 o'clock. How late will it go? It'll go until noon. Okay, and that's on Saturday. All the locations except for one, and we won't go into too much detail. It's sad. Cold weather was a problem. Yeah, a pipe burst in the unit above our Lafayette Square shop, and Uh. 
Unfortunately, we're closed there. So if you were going to come to Lafayette Square, make sure you head over to the Central West End or to our Southampton location on Mackland. It'll be still really fun. Absolutely. Lots of fun stuff throughout the year. And we can't wait until we're dying to sit outside and eat ice cream. And that day will come soon, people. Now Reservations, we just ha- too, or we just walk in and say hello? We just walk in. And so I'm waiting to get John Carney and family and PJs a photo. There you go. Well, I, full disclosure, I sleep in a leopard skin Speedo. I'm not really sure... That would be awesome. Oh my god! With the ice <laughs> cream and this, yeah. It, do you uh, know that thing would go viral? Oh uh, well, I, I, I more ways than one. <laughs> not what I'm looking for. The health department would be there in no time. I'll tell you that much. And Greenpeace. Your, your kids might be a little put off by it, but you never know. Oh, the things they've seen. They yeah. got years of therapy. Ahead. And don't forget, climate times going to be one of our purveyors at Carnival on the 24th, and we have conveniently located you next to walk-away waffles. So what a lot of people have done is got their custom-made waffles, then walked over to your place and put some delectable ice cream on top of their waffles. There you go. Not a bad plan. Not a bad plan. We're looking forward to it. I'm so excited you're coming, and thanks for always supporting us, and thanks for getting the ice cream every day including ice cream for breakfast day, which is Saturday. Yay. Clementine's Ice Cream, Marie.com. And uh, you got a little on your chin, Jules. I know. Did you give any to Max or no? We offered. I mean, not yet, but soon. I just wanted Julie to have her moment to shine. I, I, well, I was it. just wondering if he and wasn't talking because his mouth was full. Not as of yet. Like, was that the reason? Don't be a stranger, and thanks for all the attention you bring to St. Louis. Yeah, thank you. With your wonderful stuff and your philanthropy. My pleasure. And I adore you. You know that. We'll be in to see you soon. Okay. Thank you. Have a great, make it a delicious one. Indeed. Tomorrow, keep, by the way, clementinescreamery.com for more information. And Saturday, ice cream for breakfast day. Go. Get there before Julie does so you can have some. <laughs> Show. Welcome back to the uh, broadcast final hour of the show. Man, it is flying. It's flying by. Next thing you know, it's going to be Josh and Heidi. We're just having a big old time. And we'll do it again tomorrow, too, but we're not done with this one. Tomorrow, by the way, Brendan Weesey's going to cover some sports as we don't really have football to talk about leading into this weekend, but the chatter has begun. Oh, contraire, the Pro Bowl is this weekend oh, yeah, on but isn't ESPN. That touch, isn't that touch football? Flag. Or they have that? Ner- mm-hmm. They do. The nerf, nerf ball or something. Yeah, no, they do one. flag football. And they have okay. a bunch of events. And if you're a big football fan, uh, I don't know, maybe you would have fun watching that. I don't know. I, I keep forgetting about that one. I'm sorry. But they I'm don't sure like we'll... to hurt each other, so they take right. it easy. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah, I know. We haven't brought him in yet. I guess it's, it's Captain Paul. my fault for turning on his mic. I mean, we haven't even done traffic Paul? yet. Oh, Carney don't was, be... Carney was going to do an endorsement. It's a whole Yeah, thing. what do you got, Carney? Yeah. yeah, if he came to the rehearsals, Paul, you know, we'd, we'd have this stuff <laughs> I was going, premature. Going smooth. Well, too many jokes. Um, Sugar Fire Smokehouse could feed you for the big game or for the uh, Nerf ball game that they're going to play this weekend. Whatever the occasion is, even if it's no game at all and you just want some... 
barbecued meat. Yeah, it's warm, but there's also a lot of rain, and you just don't want to stand outside and grill because you can't sit out there and knock a few back. It's it's just not that time. Let them do it, and they make it better anyway. Nothing personal, nothing personal. And I was so happy that when the girls opened up their new location in Florissant, that they put on the menu every single day. And as far as I know, they're the only location to do so, that those burnt ends that are like little pieces of gold are on their daily menu. Most other locations just do that as a special, and it's just kind of a crapshoot to see if they got it on the list. But you know what? If your location doesn't have it that day, I bet whatever the special is, or the big money, or some of their other staples, just as good. So you can't go wrong. Get some barbecue. You'll enjoy it. Just don't wear a white shirt. At Sugarfire Smokehouse, find them online, sugarfiresmokehouse.com. All right, let's go to the KTRS Traffic Center. You heard them a little earlier. It's Traffic yes, Hall yes, with we a looky-loo at the roads. Julie, a vehicle fire on westbound 44 before the Elm exit has just been cleared and it's causing a residual slowdown. There's road work on 370 East before 94 blocking the right lane and a stalled truck on the shoulder on northbound 270 just south of the Page exit. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. So, Polly, I was reading a story and I thought about you. Oh. There was a story you shared with us, oh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, about your brush with death. Yes. And it involved water, which is why this one caught my attention. They There's a story about water that was in the, I believe, Wall Street Journal, possibly, and they were saying that you know, you don't want to be too dehydrated. You want to drink so much water a day. Make sure you get this much water in. And they're making the big Stanley Cups and they're making the Yetis so you can have your 10 gallons of water a day. But they also wanted to point out there's just as good a chance that you're putting yourself in grave, grave danger. They say drinking too much water will kill you. In a matter of hours. So we were that close to losing you. Yeah, apparently what my what my doctor said was you can have seizures and then uh, death after that. Hmm. And uh, there's actually, there was a radio station, not in St. Louis, uh, but I, I'm not somewhere in the country that had a contest to see how much water you could drink. And That's a good idea. And a female died. Oh. Did she win? Uh, I think she did win. <laughs> okay. Too Lord soon. God. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry, Paul. He's just, you know, he. I'm sorry too, Paul. But she that didn't was... get to claim the prize. No. Oh. No. Oh, you're worse than him. Okay. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's my spirit animal. So what's what's happening to your uh, your ice skaters? My, we were what? we were doing pretty good there. Oh, the Saint blues. Oh, the blues. blues. Yeah. Okay. What a clunker. I mean, uh, you think uh, they would get up for a game like that to win their sixth straight and go into the all-star break on a winning note. And uh, they just were terrible. And uh, it was embarrassing, actually. I'm going to give you the inside uh, scoop on something. My um, 
event chair for Carnival called me this morning and she said, I just got something from the St. Louis Blues for our auction. And I said, great. What did you get? And she said, it's an autographed stick. I said, terrific. From who? And she told me the guy's name. And I had to bow my head in shame because I had no idea who that was. And she said, I looked it up. It's currently going on eBay for $250. So, And you're not sure it wasn't, who it is? No, it wasn't one of these uh, uh, iron block guys with have like scientific symbols in their name and stuff. It was an American name, but I can't think of who it was. Who's our biggest player domestically? Domestically? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Robert fan. Thomas, perhaps? That's who it is. Oh, I guessed it. Yes, you did. So you think we'll get 250 for it? I'm pretty excited. Yeah, Robert Thomas is actually a star, and uh, so I think you can get 250 for it. I think uh, what I just heard is Captain Paul just bid 250 on it. Two fifty. Congrats. Two dollars and fifty cents. Oh yeah. Okay. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay. We'll start the bidding at two fifty one. Yeah. Any auction we have involving Captain Paul's always turned out pretty well for us. <laughs> always. Which does beg the question: Have you set up your meal yet and your trip around traffic with the KTRS listener that bid on you? Do, you asked him this. Yeah. I got to stand up for the guy. You asked him this yesterday, and he said and? not yet. No, and we... it's been 24 hours. Okay. okay. I'm trying to help you out. How about Paul. tomorrow morning? Okay, he'll call mm-hmm. tomorrow. Okay. I mean, I'll what let it... you down, John. Oh. I know you want. I well, know I... you want. Ask Carney for some money for doing that. I think he could, you know, pick up the for doing... tab. For doing what? Getting his lunch paid for? Well, yeah, and driving around and, you know. Well, no. I'm not even doing that part. I He's thought helping there was, the children. I thought there was no okay. such thing as a free lunch. There's not. There isn't. Oh, yeah. No. There's opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. You are correct about that. Polly, thanks as always okay, for you, the uh, great traffic information. And we will talk to you again ooh, this time tomorrow, yeah? I'll be here. Okay. So will we, most likely. Uh, on Capitol Hill right now, you've got these... Uh, these big brainiacs that started all these social media companies maybe sweating it a little bit. And uh, they're being chastised by Josh Holly, which, boy, that sounds like fun. Um, it may have come to an end. It started this morning, but we'll get the latest from Andy Field. And they're being called out on the carpet saying, you're not doing enough to protect our youngins. And I think there's good arguments um, on both sides and how much responsibility Sits on their shoulders. I don't know. Lots of different feelings about it. We'll see where it went and what people hope will come out of this deal. Just keep our fingers crossed, I guess. Marshall Brain tomorrow. And Maxie, what are we looking like on that front as far as the imponderables? Well, tomorrow we're going to be talking about all things salt with Marshall Brain. Ah. Yeah, that one popped into my head and I started thinking about salt and one question led to another. Yeah, we got about seven for them tomorrow. Yeah, and and so many of just about salt. Like, how does it affect cholesterol? How come it makes you more buoyant? Why do they use that on the roads? I just, they kept coming. 
Who was the Morton girl? That's not on there, but remind me to ask him. All right, 236, uh, before we slip into commercial messages, anybody need to jump in with anything? I don't I'd believe so. I'd love to hear something about, I don't know, Delmar Gardens or maybe Walter Noel Flores. I got, okay, I got an email again today. I get them all the time, but I got an email from Walter this morning, Walter Noel, with some ideas for Valentine's Day. And before Walter Noel came into my life, the idea for Valentine's Day, get a dozen roses. Wrap them in some green paper and a nice little card and maybe a heart-shaped box of candy and boom, there you go. Game's been upped, kids. That that really doesn't show you did anything but find somebody standing on a street corner and buy some quick flowers and stuff from them. But if you go to WKF.com, there is an assortment of the absolutely most breathtaking arrangements. And not all just roses, but carnations and orchids and all kinds of different flowers and all types of different colors that are absolutely gorgeous and will last for a while. Our anniversary flowers from the 20th, still looking beautiful in our house. In fact, my wife cut some of them back and put the Gerber daisies in smaller vases. So we've got four or five different arrangements around the house and they are blooming more than when they brought them. It's amazing. You get that kind of longevity out of me, she'd keep me. So Valentine's Day around the corner, get something nice for your honey, even if you dated 60 years ago and she didn't get your postcard. WKF.com, Walter Knoll, they know flowers. Yeah, maybe there's a period I was a little hooked on Duran Duran. I'm over it. Yeah, it is 2.42, but speaking of, of Duran Duran and, and things of the past, there was a list, and I don't know if this came from BuzzFeed or somewhere like that, Gawker maybe, and I love these, and I, I just love that their staff are able to come up with, let's, let's make a list of, and this one, mostly for millennials, isn't that you, Max? No, I'm Generation X, 1978. Who are my millennials? That would Show be of hands, please. Josh, Josh would be at the high end of the millennials, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Are um, you a millennial? Me? Yeah. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. No. Thank you. I am not. I'm just, I'm a senior citizen, so I know I'm not in this group. No, you're a boomer. That's why we got you the shirt that said, okay, boomer. Let's see. Tail end. Who would Tail be, end. I guess, like Mike that works here, he is probably a millennial, right? I mean, I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, Connor would be Gen Connor. Z. Oh, yeah, that's younger. No, he's, he's Gen Z. He's younger. He's like 20. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we, so, you know, so Josh, know, you're, you're, th- you're talking about Josh. Josh. Josh, and, and I'm below. sure we got we got a fair amount of people, too, that are listening, that are millennials. And tell me if these don't strike true with you. And what they came up with was a list of essential life skills that millennials learned growing up that are now completely useless. <laughs> Being able to run to the bathroom during a commercial break and make it back before whatever you were watching came back on. There you go. And I guess for all of us, that's kind of pointless now. 
knowing just how much frosting you could put on each Dunkaroo cookie so you wouldn't run out before you finished. I don't know what a Dunkaroo is. I, I don't either. I mean, obviously, it was a cooking and frosting thing. I immediately went to that little cheese thing with the red... Uh, with the red stick, where you get I want out the cookie donut stuff. Trader Joe's Dunkaroos. I think they have them there, where you dip it in your coffee. Oh, really? Or your milk? But oh. there was always an imbalance. It's like you didn't give me nearly enough. Like when you buy those cinnamon rolls at the store, that you pop the thing open and put them in the oven. That little container of frosting is never enough to cover your rolls. Look at you. Yeah. Especially if the kids open it first. Right. Forget it. Absolutely. Knowing how to program your VCR and possibly being the only person in your house who knew how to do that so you'd never miss a show or a TV show you wanted to watch. That was pretty handy. It was. But I'm not sure I ever, ever mastered that. How did that? We did somehow. I don't I don't know how. I feel like um, Joe probably did most of that kind of techie stuff. Back yeah, in we the had day. so many VHS tapes. I mean, oh. and, then, and then you would have your favorite you know, music videos or something, and then you'd think you had to record someone it. Someone would record over, over it, it? And yes. You would lose these things that used to anger me so. Much. Oh my gosh, yes. Or like I would tape an episode of Who's the Boss, and then Angela. Yeah, and then somebody would tape like a World Series or something like that over. Oh, it. I'm dumb. Devastated. Yeah. How could they? I don't know. Do you, either one of you, and maybe it's just me because I'm a hoarder, but do either one of you still own any VHS tapes, and not just VHS tapes, but ones that you recorded whatever's on there? Yeah, well, I have, like, you mean, like, the big tapes, the physical tapes themselves? Yeah. Uh, I do. Yeah, and I've got I, like and 20 or 30 of them. And yeah. I've got shows that my kids used to love, Veggie Tales or Dave and Becky on the tractor or whatever. I mean, I just can't bring myself. I want to just throw them away, but and I don't have a VCR to play them on. We have a VCR, and also I have a couple of movies that are are obscure enough B-movies that were never released on the next format. They're, they're not on DVD, so it's neat to have those. Yeah. Because, you know, like the last Tonight Show with Johnny Carson... I recorded and have on a VHS tape, which I still own. I have the last Hill Street Blues. And I have the last, uh, well, it was the reunion of the group from Cheers after the last episode, which some of you may remember. It was hosted by Bob Costas. I remember that. And the entire cast was hammered. I remember that special. And this gets into something that the world's oldest millennial, Josh, has talked about on the air before that I wholeheartedly agree with. There's a whole generation of young kids out there who loved watching shows that were kind of not for them. For instance, Cheers. I was like 10 going, Cheers is the best. I know, us too. Like, why? Why was I watching Night Court? Why was I allowed to watch Three's Company? I was watching Night Court and all these, like, like, what? Why am I watching Golden Girls and loving it? It was weird. (laughs) Well, you and Josh can work that one out in therapy. Well, well, and both of you are old souls. I think that enters into it. I do wonder, though, if all of those coveted things that uh, Carney owns on VHS, because he taped them off of TV, I wonder if they're available on YouTube. If you type in Cheers Reunion, is it right there? Like, I, I think the, the uh, you know, physical media is wonderful. Trust me, I'm a big and fan. And a band name. 
but but I do wonder if a lot of that stuff is just if you t- typed in last night show, can you watch it right now? I hope not, because I'd love to sell these and retire. <laughs> That's what he's hoping. He's banking I on. See, it. I understand mm-hmm. now. It was a retirement it is. plan. It was. <laughs> it's going to go on my Poshmark page. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Reference number three. If you guys are playing the home game, to Chuck E. Cheese. Essential life skills millennials learned growing up that really don't do you any good now. Knowing the trick of how to gently pull those Chuck E. Cheese tickets you won from the ski ball oh, yeah. so that you could pull out a lot more than you actually earned. I, I I'm rec- guilty as charged. I've I don't it. recommend it. That's dishonest. But yeah, I remember that too. And then you'd have to feed it into that other machine that would make the chomping noise. As it tallied up your tickets, I got my finger stuck in there once, and I thought I was going to die. How did it sound? I couldn't do it again. All right, maybe once for you. (laughs) Being able to read the back of the same cereal box... During breakfast every morning and not get bored. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're same. I guess kids yeah. today are kids today. Those kids today. Kids today. Uh, they, you know, they have so much information coming at them, and we were just mesmerized by the same crossword puzzle that had five colors on it on the back of the cereal box, and you know, it didn't really do a lot for us, but we thought it was fabulous back then. All of my early early education came in the back of a Quisp box. Being able to eat your entire and enjoy your entire kids cuisine, even though no matter how long it was microwaved, one of the sides would still be frozen in the middle. Which doesn't make sense because I've always heard no. that microwaves heat from the middle out. That is what I was someone's, taught. Someone's, but someone's lying. lying to me. And this one, this struck me as your jam, Julie. Being able to learn the choreograph to a music video by just watching it a couple of times on MTV. You would mm-hmm. think, but I have no rhythm. So <laughs> that didn't really work out for me. But my nieces, when they were little, like I would, they would put on shows like that by watching the video and getting like Britney's dance moves down. And they would do it and, they, you know, have I a little, have a little show. Britney's dance moves. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. I bet you did. All right, one for Max before we break, because he did work at Blockbuster. How about this? Being able to pick out a random movie to rent, because when you went to Blockbuster, they didn't have the one you wanted, but you could pick one at random in less than five minutes just by the cover art. Absolutely. No doubt. I miss those days. No doubt. Probably we're making more money. Money. (laughs) God. I'd take that job now. Making friends. Here we go. Let's take a break. How about that? Am am I wrong? 251. We work at the same place. I don't know why that wasn't uh, funny. Uh, Yeah, break sounds good, Jules. We'll look for Andy Field on the other side of these messages. So... Blockbuster jobs got me thinking about jobs in general. And so it's been a while since I went to delmargardens.com and looked up careers because I just wondered, I wonder who they're looking for. What kind of people are they looking for? And I think because it's a retirement community, 
and obviously medical services involved that it's like, well, I don't have any experience in those areas. There's a bunch of other areas. Activity assistant, a lot of those are looking for those, even a bus driver, because they all have their own uh, vans and buses to take people places. Caregivers, personal care assistants, med techs as well. Um, Is comedian on the list? Because I was thinking, you know, it could be your weekend game. Everybody is a comedian. I've, you know, I've done some jokes there from time to time, not intentionally, but I've, I've done them as well. Uh, medication aids, uh, medical techs with pay starting up to uh, $22 an hour. And this at all the various locations, including ones that are out of the area. So if you want to pack up and go, Smyrna, Georgia, Lenexa, Kansas, all, all also looking for people. Overland Park, and of course, all throughout the St. Louis area, too. So maybe looking to change up your act, delmargardens.com. Andy, busy morning on Capitol Hill, and Josh Holly just gets louder. What's going on? Yeah, we uh, actually, I have Josh Holly right here when uh, he addressed Mark Zuckerberg, uh, basically saying, look, uh, you need to apologize to all these parents of kids who've been harmed by your products, Instagram and Facebook. And here's what Mr. Holly had to say. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your products? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Remarkably, Mark Zuckerberg did just that. He turned around and addressed the people in the audience at that uh, Senate hearing. Uh, many who had claimed that their children uh, were victimized by people on Instagram, Facebook, and other meta products. I said, look, I'm sorry for the suffering you've gone through. We're working as hard as we can to put in safeguards to make sure that that doesn't happen. But, of course, that wasn't good enough for a whole lot of people, uh, especially the Republicans on this committee, including Lindsey Graham, who had this to say. Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean to. It to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. And uh, oddly enough, uh, the White House today, the press secretary agreed, not, uh, not with that extreme statement, but saying, look, the statistics show that, that uh, young children, teenagers are being harmed by a lot of what's on social media, which is why we're having these hearings on Capitol Hill to figure out how they can fix this. The people with Meta and X and all of these social media sites are saying they're working to do it, but it's like playing whack-a-mole. They put in some protections and other people figure out ways to get around them. And mental illness is real and it can affect young people. I, I mean, I say good for these guys for standing up and, and getting some kind of order. I mean, we, we protect our children in other ways from other things that can harm them. I think we as a society need to go there. To some degree, one of the one of the one of the problems and the reason that Congress has not done as much. And I mean, this is not the first time we've had these hearings. This has been going on for years. Yeah. Uh, but one of the reasons that they've had trouble crafting a law to fix these things is that it runs straight into the brick wall of the First Amendment, which is you would then restrict free speech for a whole lot of people on these sites. It's we don't got it. We. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We we're up against on the clock, but I, the one thing that really stuns me is. Where is YouTube? 95% of kids are on YouTube. They're not even on Capitol Hill right now. 
Uh, they, Were they, they not invited? That. They, I don't know the answer to that question, but Google, of course, owns YouTube, and, and they've had their people at various hearings before on these things. I, so. don't, I don't like it. Andy will check back with you, too. I imagine this will be ongoing. And for Julie Buck, Max Foisy, I'm John Carney. Thanks for listening. Be good to each other.